We got one more little track to play, and I think we'll be ready. We got a two-hour one for y'all tonight. 6.07 p.m. Still rolling this blunt. Thank you. 
Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast, and yo, man, final round. Round three. Now, I'm pretty much going for under two hours, but if we go a little bit over two hours, I'll be fine. I don't want to do nothing over like two hours and ten minutes, because I notice a lot of the a lot of the uploads that I compile, more or less compilations of compilations, if you will, um, I try to keep the three-hour podcast at minimum. I want each episode to be an hour and 30 minutes. So in this case, I just got done doing the first hour and 30 minutes, which was, uh, the fuck did I name the episode? Oh, Sam's Explained by Women, something else. But check that episode out if you haven't. Just uploaded it, actually. Now we're back, man, for the final round. We're going to be going over, what is this content creator's name? Should have it on up here somewhere. Uh, how to Beast. That is How to Beast on YouTube. Make sure you check him out. So you guys already know, man, no time to bullshit lollygag. Let's just jump right into the fuckery. Oh, my God, I almost got him. Hold on, guys. I think my pizza's here. Hi. One big sausage pizza. Big sausage? I ordered pepperoni. Oh, so sorry. Is there anything I can do to make it up to you? Pretty much every dude has seen this exact scenario go down before. Unfortunately, not not in real life. That's, that's not how it works. Ready, I want y'all to take a look at this graph right here. So this is a study that shows the number of young men not having sex between the ages of 18 and 30. And from 1989 to 2008, for men and women, it was about the same, about 15% not having sex. But since then, it has skyrocketed for men up to 28%. But for women, it stayed about the same. Basically, men have been hurting, you know, not really hooking up with girls over the last 10 years. But women... Women out here are taking losses, right? Men out here, well, women take losses, but they don't, like I said, their losses and the fact that they failed isn't really acknowledged because in like the general public and in society, we're not supposed to be judgmental. Um, towards women, but when a guy fucks up, it, that's always going to be pointed out. So if the guy doesn't have what he what it takes to really get a woman's attention and really get gain a woman's interest, then he's essentially the invisible men. He's one of the invisible men, which is now a growing number. You can tie in TFL and sell even a lot of guys who are in this male space. 
may have a hard time finding, trusting, and, and, and really moving forward without pedestalizing or mentioning women. You know what I mean? You know, my direction going forward is, yeah, we're going to mention a lot of women, but we're doing this for, if anything, more of a reason for you to just worry about yourself and self-development and try to get yourself to the next level in life. You know what I'm saying? But most guys, you know, it is what it is, man. It hasn't really changed. And already it goes even deeper than that because this other chart shows that the number of young male virgins, this means guys who have never hooked up with someone, right? It's not just the past year. It has more than tripled over that same time period. It's almost quadrupled from 8% up to 27%. So obviously the question is why? Why is this happening? And I want to take a look at a few interesting data points. The first one is that 2007 is when the original iPhone was released. And since then, you know, everybody and their grandmother literally has bought a smartphone. Phones. We're all using them all day. We're, we're less social because of it. And along with smartphones have come dating apps. For example, Tinder, you can see the growth of monthly average users here from 2012 when it was released to 2015, where it got all the way up to 24 million users per month. And that doesn't even account for for the last seven years. Like it's grown more since then. But what doesn't make sense is that both guys and girls use Tinder and dating apps. So why is it only the guys who are hooking up less? And if anything, you would think, well, maybe people should be hooking up more because of dating apps, but obviously we're not seeing that in the data. Well, something else interesting that's grown over that time period is the porn industry. This chart shows the growth in revenue over that same time period. And this doesn't even account for the fact that free porn is way easier to find and way more available now than ever as well. And if we take a look... What do I always mention on here? Come on, man. I knew I was on to something when I thought about it. How is it how how is it possible, right? That in the same society for men in the 80%, they cannot find matches and dates on the internet, but they can find instant access to naked women getting fucked, having sex, and doing everything in between. That instant access doesn't do nothing to suppress the thirst of a lot of men. This is why guys get caught up finding themselves, hey, this is just, you know, what else is out there? Now, you're jacking off every 30 minutes. Now, you got a fucking porn addiction. And society won't, won't be easy for you. Because, see, women know that men like naked women. So that's why the porn industry is just filled with so many women who are willing to do anything and everything. And then you have a whole base community of Pornhub that has civilian bitches fucking telephone poles and doing God knows what just to get some clout and some views and subscribers. Shout out to Austria D, by the way. But, I mean... This is this is what it is, man. Modern dating is Darwinism. It is survival of the fittest. If you can't stand out, you're gonna spend most of your time you're gonna spend most of your time trying to fit in. And some guys just won't fit in. Their best bet is to improve themselves and stand out. This other study here 
you can see that it is exponentially more men than women who use porn, which is not going to surprise anyone. But that, you know, that poses a particularly possible explanation that, you know, guys are just going to the Internet now to satisfy their urges instead of having to figure it out in the real world. But like regardless of what the exact cause is, this is an extremely troubling trend, especially if it were to continue. Like, can you imagine if in five to ten years now it's 48 percent of men who are sexless? And that's why I think really the even more important question here is what does this mean for us as men? And what can we do to make sure that we're not part of this ever-growing statistic? Hey, look, bro, real quick. Right now, if you're not satisfied with your dating life, you know, maybe you've just focused more on your career because it's easier and you're just putting up. I, I smell some PUA game, but I'm going to let it ride because... Like I've always stated, like I I never really had a direct problem with any content creator until this whole bash Sigma Mel's thing became a thing. And when Rolo Tomasi considered Sigma Mel's to be sociopaths and all this other fucking nonsense that's out here now, it's almost a reminder that it, it doesn't matter if you consider yourself Red Pill or MGTOW, there's always going to be those questionable people. You know what I'm saying? And me personally, if I can be honest, I, I would say by default, like I said, when I started this whole shit, I was really coming from a black pill perspective. And it was really just me ranting and me just needing to get everything off of my chest in order to move forward. And believe it or not, it worked for me. Now, I don't say the black pill should be temporary, but then again, temporary black pill essentially, uh, if you think about it, right, the temporary, and you can ask everybody, I think, you could ask Rolo Tomasi, you can ask Donovan Sharp, you could ask Richard Cooper and all these other guys, right? Red pill rage is no more in temporary black pill. Red pill rage is no more than temporary black pill. But when you see black pill content creators today, I think some of them have, in fact, uh, progressed to a particular point where they move on with their lives and they're still able to make good living. They're able to make a good living and make something of themselves. It's just their entire out their their entire outlook on women has completely changed and it has altered their reaction towards the women i don't say that i don't say that it's reasonable but i understand why where a lot of red pill guys they'll just sit back you know it's just a trend now oh well that guy you know black pill and you know these black pill guys and i don't really i don't go too hard on black pill i just look at their attitude as fucked up because really, these motherfuckers really do have insight, and they really do have, in a lot of cases, valid information. I think they just go along with um, they they go along with doing certain things ass backwards. Because like, if if a guy understands, um, he if a guy truly understands the nature of a woman, I mean, some guys will just automatically go, you know what, that's it. I'm not dealing with these bitches anymore. But the big difference is a lot of those guys are essentially MGTOW. So they, they'll bring up 
they'll bring up women as just a reminder to men that, you know, these modern women aren't really mate worthy. And like, if you were, if you were out there, if you were out there looking for mate, mate worthy women, you're going to have the hardest time because all of the places that tell you where to find women, you're not going to find them. You're going to find city girls. You're going to find bad girls, you know, bitches that go to the bad girls club, the bad girls club TV shows. They're going to go. They're going to go to those places. They're going to go to bars where bitches bitches really don't have anything going on with their lives. So their their fascination is any other man that can offer her um, a reasonable price. Because that's really, I've came to the conclusion that modern women are no more than prostitutes. Now, of course, OnlyFans would only be a a, a, a micro fucking cosm to everything going on. You can go back as far as like webcam girls. Women, women were electronically selling their pussy online. The only thing is guys were just too young to really realize what was taking place. It's not until you actually go on these dating apps and you find out, oh, wow, you know, the only profiles of women that generally hit me up or OnlyFans chicks, chicks that are trying to do Snapchat, uh, Snapchat premium shit, all this other retarded garbage. Then you start to get more, I would say, a black pill perspective. See, I'm red pill, but with a black pill perspective. Where other guys tend to tend to forget is both, both red pill and black pill are only different from the reaction of the harsh realities of the red pill. You feel me? Like the harsh realities of the red pill would probably be for most men, as we brought up before, like the nice guys and the simps, like on the last episode, the harsh reality is you being a nice guy, you being a simp and pedestalizing pussy is going to get you nowhere with women. Now you may have spent two to five years of your entire existence putting pussy on pedestal and going nowhere in the process of doing it. Now you can look back on that. In some cases like me, I look back on it today and laugh. I can tell you numerous stories of this example, but there's other guys who may not be able to handle rejection or who may have not dealt with rejection earlier on in their lives. So as they gotten older, their minds aren't really like, some guys really just go into things blindly expecting good things to happen. They just believe going on good faith is good enough and not having any thought process of what could happen, the possibilities that shit will not go your way. That's like the end of the world to them. Most women have that mentality. Men, for the most part, we handle rejection pretty much on a weekly basis. If you're getting into the harsh realities of the red pill, I mean, there's a lot of cases where guys, we've dealt with rejection. And if we're able to go back with this introspective mindset, we could find things that we can pinpoint and possibly better ourselves in the process. Bitches, as I state time and time again, they don't have that ability until it's too late for them.
Do you understand what I mean? So the beauty aspect of a woman, for most for most cases dealing with solid physical attraction, is only based off of short term, um, short term, or or just short term time periods in her twenties where she has something going on and guys want her. It's the women who don't execute. It's the women who fall by the wayside. And it's the women who bitch about not having men at the end of the day. And they wonder why men laugh when they ask, where are all the good men? Off handling your dating life because you're not sure what to do. Maybe you're just not consistently meeting the types of high quality girls that you're interested in. The point is, I just quickly wanted to let you know about my private coaching program, the Beast Dating Coaching Program. My dating life before this was pretty trash. And now I have like a roster of girls. And it's like, I come back from vacation and I'm literally scheduling out what nights I can meet with one, one girl. So the results that this has led to for me is I, I, I'm actually getting dates. My first week already using the engine. Yeah, see, I got about maybe five numbers and I met two of those girls already. Over the past few years, we've helped hundreds of guys to master this new dating market because let's be honest, the work five years ago doesn't work anymore. And we do this by giving them a step-by-step -step blueprint that shows them how to approach in different scenarios, exact scripts to use for online dating to quickly set up first dates, how to run the first dates so you can easily get second and third dates. And also, and more importantly, they get five live video coaching calls every single week with myself and the other coaches so that we can personally help them overcome whatever obstacle they're facing until they eventually get to that point where they're dating the types of girls they want. Anyway, we're looking for a few more motivated guys to bring on. So if you're interested, you can go to beast-coaching.com or click the first link down in description to learn more and apply now. If we think you're a good fit, we will get right back to you. Let's keep this video rolling. So I'll be honest, when I first saw these numbers, I was very surprised because I would have thought like, look, there's always going to be simps and incels and afraid dudes. I was one. I didn't lose my virginity until I was 21. I used to be part of that statistic. And, you know, yeah, technology and times change. But people, for the most part, are going to stay the same. But obviously I'm wrong because a tripling three times the amount of dudes not getting laid, that is a very significant number. But the more I thought about it, the more it makes sense because women who are above a certain level of attractiveness, like opportunities are going to present themselves to them. They don't have to do anything. Even back in 2005, before all this smartphone technology, they were going to get approached at the bar, at the gym, the grocery store, wherever. And it's funny to me because I think us men. That right there. And I just got into the car and I already know. Because women would have gotten approached regardless, the fact that women are in the positions they're in in the dating market, in the hookup culture, when they are, in fact, the gatekeepers of sex is actually, in fact, something that they will probably not understand. The reason why they're in those positions that they're in, because they're chasing Chad, you know what I mean? They're chasing Pookies and Ray Rays, thugs and badasses. And it's not that they're chasing those guys because I don't want to seem like a hater. You know what I mean? If that's who you generally are and you get bitches that way, nigga, that's all you, player. But for the woman's sake, they are chasing the guys who essentially want nothing to do with them besides fuck. And a lot of guys, they have... 
they're 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 coming from not a place of hatred. Like TFL guys, they come from a place of anger. They don't really come directly from a place of hatred. Where like nine times out of ten, besides the Elliot Rogers and the guy who who uh, random bitches over and shit, you're not gonna really find too many super duper edgy white guys, black guys, Hispanic guys that are just gonna come running around the city and shooting niggas. <laughs> like you, you're not. They're not gonna come around. You're not gonna have guys roaming around every fucking university shooting up women. That's just not going to happen. But what you will have is a lot more... I mean, guys have a, a kind of been suppressed because, like, like I've talked about, I'm going to do an episode called The Stigma of the Sigmas, right? The Stigma of the Sigmas. And I'm going to break that shit down and why now these guys are targeted as sociopaths because God forbid they want to go their own way. And most of these guys, unlike men who want to be alphas and say that they're alphas, a lot of these guys have already been there and done that and now are taking a step back. It's just that the attention, I guess, that a lot of Sigma males are getting is it's not really going well with a lot of these alpha dudes. And I don't mean everybody who claims to be alpha is phony, but there's a good amount of guys out there who are not really about what they're saying, man. It's very easy to point out the BS. But anyway, with, with, with women, without social media, without the internet, understand, if men, if, if the, like, think about it like this. This is mind-blowing, right? So the internet bar or the internet in general at times before the internet would be the bar. So the bar is where everyone goes to socialize. So in that case, the average guy even has a chance with a woman because he's around most women because most women didn't have any other choice but to go out there. But they but even in the progress of a woman generally having to go out there, she's going to get approached. She's she is expected to be approached regardless. She's expected to have drinks paid for her regardless. So without the validation of social media and the women getting all of the attention from thirsty men, she would have no choice but to essentially be in line because she can be full of herself, but she'll just be by herself and she won't have a place without social media to vent her frust- her frustrations and about what the fuck she can do to better her situations with men. That wouldn't see. And, and that's when I started to figure everything out. And I don't blame social media 100 percent at all. I think social media in a lot of ways has helped because the counteract of getting the information of what's going on and the nature of women and understanding how to move forward, that's from the internet. So you kind of take the good with the bad because a lot of these bitches display their behaviors on the internet. They are the most dysfunctional, most out of pocket for profit. Dating apps give us this illusion that, oh, wow, we can meet all these new girls now. But then when we get on them, like when I first got on them, I got no matches with attractive girls. And I think it can actually become something that's very disillusioning and depressing. And I would bet that a lot of guys don't see any matches and they just give up on their dating lives completely because they're like, 
what's the point of approaching a girl in person? It's not going to work. And another thing that's really impacted women is Instagram. So they know their worth. They know how attractive they are because they have constantly guys in their DMs. Yeah, that's a good point. If we take a look at the growth of Instagram over the same time period, it is insane. Probably bigger than the growth of, of anything else we've looked at today. Like confidence truly used to be king. You could be a guy that didn't have that much status. Maybe you're a plumber or bartender, but you approached a girl and you had a decent shot. But now in the back of her head, she's thinking about that Instagram DM she got last night. What did I just say? And I didn't even listen to this. See, that's the beauty of this shit. That's how you know a nigga really understands this shit. When you start predicting what the nigga's about to say. Because like I said, without Instagram, without social media, without the internet, women would actually have to go out there in order to find a man. So even a woman who's essentially, let's say a woman's an eight. If a guy's at least a six and approaches her, she'll be down to at least date him for a while. Granted, she's still hypergamy and all that shit would still be in act, will still be active because there may still be a guy in her mind that could be better than the man she's with. See what I'm saying? But without social media, she wouldn't have the access and the easy access of having a pre-selection of men. Even if the guy was across the country and she's making this comparison. The point is, all of these technological changes have made things a lot more difficult for men. And for women, if anything, it's gotten easier. bro today workout complete so i know this video has probably felt a bit depressing so far and to be fair we're talking about some pretty depressing statistics and realities but there's something you got to keep in mind if 28 percent of guys are not getting laid well that would mean that 72 percent of guys are getting laid and it shouldn't be that hard for you to be in the top 72 percent of men we're not talking about i want to be a one percent man but like you know that may or may not be possible depending on your situation but to be a top 72 percent man like come on bro and that's why i want to talk about three non-negotiable things that you need to be doing and if you're doing these things you're going to be at least the top 25 percent of guys and let's be honest all right so let me just break this down so the difference in this way of thinking when it comes to like the pill perspective. And I think I did an episode called the pill perspective, a red pill content creator can listen to this and go, okay, that makes sense. All right. What can I do? Et cetera, et cetera. A black pill from a black pill perspective, this can just solidify that there's no hope out there, et cetera, et cetera. It's all in the mindset and how one person perceives it. This isn't a one shoe fits all ordeal. This isn't like, you know what I'm saying? Like a one size fit all occasion. This is something that is either going to help benefit a motherfucker or it's going to be something that in most cases it's going to completely ruin you because a lot of times guys, I've always said it, you know, the red pill in general is not necessarily for everyone. The red pill in general is not necessarily for everyone. You have to perceive this with caution. You got a lot of guys. They're used to that blue pill lifestyle. 
they're used to that. There's someone special for everyone type of type of attitude. And once these guys start to understand that that's not the case, and a lot of times you've been fed lies, in some cases by fellow women, and a lot of times by your own mother, that there's a special someone for everyone, and when you're not looking for it, it's going to come find you. And you'll understand from a black pill. See, that's what I believe in the case of someone who's really red pill aware. He has an understanding and a relation to certain black pills because Really, what all they have, all they really had to do was put that energy and that negative energy into bettering and developing themselves. And no, it's not for women. It's not the pedestalized pussy or anything like that. It's to be a better you. It's to occupy your mind, body, and spirit and energy into something more than just pedestalizing pussy and putting women on a pedestal. The top 25% of guys are the ones that are having their choice with all the women out there. So first you have to optimize so other people perceive you. And as a man, the most important thing here is just being fit, not being shredded, being fit. So if you're overweight, you got to get down to a healthy body fat percentage or girls, they're not going to take you seriously. The same thing. Now, this is the reason why I disagree with this. And this is going to sound black pill as fuck. I'm just giving people a warning. Why, as a man, do you have to better yourself for women? When women today pedestalize fat bitches who say that you as a man got to take them for how they are and they're confident and they're beautiful the way that they are, even though they're unhealthy and obese, these stupid, retarded bitches spend all of their time saying, hey, look at her. Her confidence is amazing. Look at her smile. Bitch, she's 100 pounds overweight. There is no way that you can explain to a man unless he is a heavy duty chubby chaser, a heavy do a HD CB. No, a H a HD CC, a heavy duty chubby chasing ass nigga. No other man in his right mind is going to look at that woman and go, yeah, she has a nice smile. No, only women do this goofy shit. <coughs> <coughs> And I'm not making this an excuse, but I'm just proving a point. But you as a man, you got to go to the gym and get in good shape. You can't you don't you don't have to get shredded, but you got to get in good shape. No, you want to get in good shape to better you. You want to get in good shape because that's healthy. You want to get in good shape because that's a better alternative than sitting on the couch and playing video games all fucking day. Let's just go back to the fucking foundation of shit before we get back into just jumping around and trying to get into bitches and get into bedrooms. See, a lot of guys haven't developed on a mental level to really deal with and cooperate. Well, bitches can't cooperate anyway. So you would really just be running into a fucking brick wall repeatedly expecting to go through it when you have reasoning and logic, when it when, when reasoning and logic gets in the way of just argumentative spirits and bad behavior and just the inability to take accountability for anything, that's, that's pretty much trying to reason with women. Now, certain guys, they have that charm. Oh, okay, so the guy's extremely good looking, so the bitch is going to be compliant. Okay, a guy is... Uh, average. All right. That that's a coin toss. The guy can be average looking and have a fucking personality. And that can probably be good enough for the woman to at least get in line some way, shape, form or fashion. 
a guy who's sub five, he's out the window. No, no woman is going to deal with that guy unless he has a lot of money. And because he solely has money going for him, that's the only reason a woman's going to be around. That's harsh realities. That right there is harsh realities. If you're extra scrawny right now, you have to put on some muscle mass so girls aren't looking at you as some some weak simp. And I know this can seem like this like lengthy goal that's gonna take years of training and diet. You just gotta focus on the first step to getting started. That's why I recommend you check out the Beastly app because it, it just simplifies your training. It's gonna take you through workouts step by step. Yeah. Make sure you're implementing progressive overload, Chad. which is the number one key to actually build a muscle. Turn into Chad. You gotta get those muscle mass. You gotta get muscle milk first. You get the protein shakes and bars. Listen, I don't, I don't downplay or real. I, I'm just an asshole. I'm just trolling. But um, yeah, he's, I mean, if you, if that's your direction, I don't say the gym. The gym is essentially not for everybody anyway, but it should be some form of activity, exercise, physical hobbies. Those should be a major factor within a man's life, especially when you're my age. You're 33 and you're getting older by the fucking minute, you know what I'm saying? It's best to have yourself in physical shape. And, um, you know, just for me, that's always been important just for my health and my image and, and how I want to look. You see what I mean? Um, a lot of guys want to go out there and lift. That's cool. Guys like myself, I skateboard. It's good for cardio. And I kind of keep my energy and... If I if I do it repetitively like I used to, I, I usually get into solid shape. But you know, during this time, for one, it's it's actually raining, which is the reason why I want to turn this air off. But we're about what two minutes and some change into this. We're close to an hour into this uh, into this episode. I want to check out um, a couple more videos on YouTube, so. I'm going to do that shit in a little bit, but let's just finish this one off first. It's also going to make counting your macros like easy as one, two, three. Link in description to get a free trial to the Beastly app. Beyond that, you have to suck it up and spend some money to optimize your style. And it basically comes down just to wearing clothes that fit you well. And there's solid, neutral colors that are easy to match. Get a couple of good pairs of black jeans, a couple of pairs of joggers, and there's some, some fitted t-shirts to match with. And then just taking care of your hairstyle. So it's a good bet generally to leave it a little bit longer on top, get a fade on the sides. If you're balding, shave it down, rock the badass look. And for facial hair, as long as you don't have like the patchiest beard, ever i'd recommend doing like a short stubble kind of like this or just keep it clean shape second non-negotiable you have to be a shot taker you gotta be like jamal crawford all my nba heads will know he's the type of guy who's gonna take 10 shots even if he misses all of them he's gonna keep shooting because he knows he's gonna get out of it so this is this is like my divide right this is like pua shit and like this is where i go half court with a nigga pause meaning I, I can't go all the way with this information because not everybody has that mentality or attitude. And for a person who's better looking or for a person who's attractive to even say you can go out there and get any woman you want or once you learn this information, you can approach any woman. To me, that's just utter bullshit, man. And I feel a lot of these guys make profit off of it. And go ahead, man, do what you got to do. But don't act like, you know, when people try to call you out for it, that, you know, these people are soft and weak. No, they just know what's going on. It's like, you know, the older generation doesn't really have an idea of what's currently happening. 
So they'll just look at every, like, it's a generational thing. Like, as a millennial, oh, yeah, you're just lazy. You know, you're not willing to do this. You're not willing to do that, right? And under the circumstances, we're like fucking guardian angels compared to Generation Z, for fuck's sake. It got into it. Once I started seeing my peers talk about how bad Generation Z was, I knew we were in trouble. I knew for a fact we were in trouble. Serious trouble. Now, what you have is everything is sort of at a standstill besides um, like where women... Where a woman can divide a man and compartmentalize a man, a man is banned from doing that from a woman. And what I mean is, like I've said before, when when a woman compartmentalizes a dude, most likely a fucking simp, or even, even an attractive man that she really wants to be with, that's the only circumstances that don't work in her favor. Because a lot of the men that she's attracted to is men that just want to fuck her. So when they get the opportunity to bust off in the bitch, you know, they skeet, skeet and skedaddle. And that's just the end of their travel. Bitches don't understand that you have just been used, but they they are used by good looking men. So they choose that method of going about things. Good guys are essentially thrown away. And where what what where do you expect the good guy to go? He's either going to go in one direction and it's not even about specifically red pill or black pill. It's more of the mindset. He's going to go in that red pill mindset to try to better himself, focus on himself, or possibly get into that position to where he can have a chance with women. Or he's going to have the black pill approach, which is more of a nihilistic doomer mindset. I have to be honest with you. I stand pretty much directly in the middle, but definitely more leaning on the side of the red pill. The only reason why I say this is a lot of the harsh realities that are mentioned are, in fact, some real information. And I feel a good amount of these, quote unquote, black pill content creators, including Wheat Waffles, deserve the credit. And a lot of these other guys who are bringing up some interesting, um, interesting content. And I think I think there is a structured based, no pun intended, a structured based black pill i just feel that it's going to take maybe like two years for people to truly understand what the black pill generally is i don't think it's just a group of doomers i think it's guys who understand what's going on and even guys who are bettering themselves they don't just they don't choose to go out there and be braggadocious and act like something they're not and i commend and respect a lot of those content creators the bottom 28% of guys, what happens? They take one shot with the girl they like, she rejects them, and then they get all in their head and think they're a failure and think that they're ugly. The, the top 25% of guys, they're going to ask a girl out. She's going to say, oh, I have a boyfriend, and they're going to forget about it. And then they, when they have their next shot, they're going to go ahead and take it. If a random girl rejects you, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean you're a failure. You just got to move on and keep shooting. And three, you have to get good photos of yourself. Photos are the new online currency. If you're not going to matches on a dating app, it's because your photos are good. Most guys 
best photos are shit. Find a friend with a good camera or hire a local photographer, put together your best outfits, and spend a few hours going to a couple cool locations and getting some good photos. Like, if you can't put in that bare minimal effort to adapt to these new times, then you don't deserve to be getting laid, bro. Plus, these photos aren't only good for your dating profiles, they're also good to put on your Instagram, because you better bet when you meet girls in person, they're going to do a little research on your Instagram, and having good photos there, it can only you know, help produce that flagrant. Bro, for some reason I was expecting like a hot ass delivery girl. Pizza for tonight. By the way, Marco is probably the best like chain pizza restaurant. Big sausage and pepperoni pizza right there. The reason we got pizza was because I mean because we needed to film that, that cringy intro. He said big sausage pizza. First of all, pause. Second of all, Instagram and all that shit, dude. My problem with a lot of these dudes is where Certain black pill creators are actually correct where it's like, yo, you got to get the fuck out of these dating apps. They're fucking pointless for you. These other guys will tell you, hey, I'm going to teach you game how to be better on Instagram. Like, nigga, what the fuck is going on here, man? Sometimes I sit back and I cringe sometimes, man, like with certain red pill content creators. And, and I know I probably say some cringeworthy shit sometimes, but I don't say it all the time. It's like I look at some of these niggas and I go, God damn, what the fuck are y'all talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, I and really the the content creators, in my opinion, and this is just me being direct, like certain content creators are for certain guys. Like I I remember people were talking about a lot of uh Coach Red Pill. And I played Coach Red Pill uh, a couple of Coach, uh, Coach Red Pill videos on here a couple times, but I never really looked at him like as like the the guy like oh this is the coach, you know, and that whole coach thing that's like a bad uh, stigma that goes with that. Unless you're somebody like CGA Coach Greg Adams, who's actually a coach, he was actually a legit basketball coach. Which is where the name coach comes from. If if there's no like solid like the whole coach thing is bad, you know that's always a bad fucking reputation. And PUAs, I give PUAs credit because a lot of them generally know what they're talking about when it comes to attraction. I just don't, I don't follow and believe that a guy can generally teach any man how to get laid just from a couple of words. Regardless of the man's attractive or not, because it's all about being organic and being you. You may get women acting like somebody else, but you're going to have to really play that act for a good period of time. And you see a lot of these costume alphas slip up every once in a while. I don't think the tough guy persona is for everybody. I don't carry a tough guy persona, but I I carry a I will defend myself uh, aspect. So most people don't fuck with me like that. And I don't allow other people who I don't feel that deserve to get fucked with, get fucked with in that sense either. So, and that's even like back in school and shit like that. Like I wasn't really with that whole bully and shit at all. I, I would fight, I would fight other people's fucking bullies like a fucking idiot. But at the same time, I kind of came to a realization, even with Sims. 
niggas are going to continuously pedestalize pussy. And we're talking white niggas, black niggas, Hispanic niggas, Asian niggas, nigga niggas, and every, everything in between. But I've always stated that black men are the biggest fucking simps. And black, black men, and I'm going to tell you why. If you look at the persona of what women want, you will find men emulating it. I'm going to say that again. If you look for, like, say, say you go into a neighborhood and that neighborhood is predominantly thoughts that just go around and fuck everybody. She belongs to the streets. Let's just say she's one of them joints, right? And the predominant, the, the predominant city is based on those particular types of women, with the exception of maybe 15 to 20% decent women. But those decent women are completely turned off by thuggery and anything that represents thugs or bad boys, uh, chads, pookies, ray rays, whatever community, however you want to put it. The male selection will always be the complete opposite. Meaning the thugs are only going to be but a certain percentage. So most of those hood rat bitches are going to go for the thugs. Now, the squares and more, uh, even even squares who are, I, I would say at the very least, they have a level of confidence that puts them in a Sigma male category. Because their confidence, their confidence in who they are as a person is not a front. They're just comfortable with who they are and they have certain activity uh, they, they can do. Like I've said this before where a lot of people just disagree, but I don't really give a shit. When you have Sigma males, you will have a combination of more a dominant extroverted or a dominant introverted individual. A person who who maybe goes out every once in a while and plays football or plays basketball. So he's athletic. He's seen in that fashion. So to a woman, oh, wow, he's dominant. He's this and that. But in all actuality, when he's at the house, he likes to play. He likes to read comic books and play video games. Women wouldn't know about that because women are so one track minded that they would just expect that guy to just be working out and doing everything 24 seven. No. And I think the Internet, in a sense, also exposed the male nature where you see men going their own way. Previously, it was just a joke that women laughed about. Now those women get older. They find themselves near 30. They find themselves near their 30s. Some of them are in their 30s. And you know, you know how things go. <laughs> you know how things go. These bitches, these fucking bitches come crawling back. Oh, well, where are all the good men at? And all I wanted was a good man. Meanwhile, she was getting throat fucked 10 years ago. That same moment she's talking. As words were coming out of her mouth now, semen was coming out of her mouth then. But see, men get criticized so much for mentioning this. And it's not because any of this shit is hateful. It's just the truth. Logically speaking, if a woman is attractive, I see a good amount of women who are in their 30s who are attractive. They can get the pipe. 
But for a man to get into a relationship with her, he already knows, number one, she's going to want marriage. Number two, she's going to want a kid. Because you know where these you know where these women are at, right? That's that's where they 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 know certain guys now know that hey you know this woman's thirty she's attractive and all. See, believe it or not, I would if you would ask a guy, would you rather fuck with a bitch for a possible relationship the last minute at age thirty, a woman at age thirty, or a woman at age forty? He's gonna pro- if a if a and some forty year old bitches are put together sexually, physically. So guys are will be more on board with the older woman than a woman in her 30s because guys know that she's going to be in a rush for shit. Out of all the mistakes that these women make in their lives, when they reach that 30 mark and they have no man, no husband, no kids, nothing, no foundation, nothing to stand on, nothing to build off of, completely problematic at best, these fucking despicable bitches and it's raining pretty hard I'm glad I'm in my car right now but these despicable bitches will now go on Instagram go on TikTok go on YouTube go everywhere else and just talk shit about guys the same guys that she was allowing to go in and out, in some cases raw. A lot of these, a lot of these bitches are nasty. They don't get themselves checked out. It's very disturbing. Now that I think about it, people joke around about wearing two condoms. There, there were times that I had a double rat. There were times that I already knew what was hitting for. I knew it. I knew it. See for the streets. I already knew. I already knew what was hitting for. So I said, "Man, maybe I have to put two motherfucking condoms on. Maybe I'm going to have to put two straps on." That's how crazy it gets. The dating culture. The hookup, well, the dating culture for attractive women, well, I'll put it to you like this. The dating culture for five and below sub five women are essentially the same as the hookup culture because she'll find, she'll actually find guys that will actually be around her somewhat long term. But for the most part, even if she finds guys that want to fuck, they're going to be guys who are more attractive than she is as a woman within her collection and representatives of women. So she's going to get benefited. She's going to get benefited regardless. Guys have to put in all the work. So if you're average, you average as a man being being more considerate to women, that's not going to do nothing for a bitch. That's something that most men have to really figure out. You see, like, like I stated time and time again, most guys don't have that dominant approach 
And just because you even have a dominant approach doesn't necessarily make you an alpha. You just have a dominant approach. Now, your personality traits will pretty much solidify to a woman's self-conscious, whether you are the dominant type or you're more of the provider sort of less, I would say less risk-taking more of a provider type of guy. That's what that's what women essentially do without even knowing. That's why all you really got to do is look at her selection. Look at the guys who she let fuck. Look at the guys who she didn't ghost. Look at the guys dealing with single mothers who she had children with. Look at who those guys and those men represent. You see what I mean? You you always you always have to pay attention in a lot of cases where women love women love only a I would say not a hopeless romantic, but Women only love a beta male provider when a woman's time is officially up. When it's set in stone to now, you know women essentially don't have shit left, they're going to reach out to those beta male providers because at the very least, that man has financial security. Now, if a bitch had it her way, she would have a guy who's dominant, masculine features, but who's also able to provide and benefit her with this and that, etc. So it's the best of both worlds for bitches. They can't have it like that because they they gave out their pussy too much. They sampled out their pussy to too many customers. So now they already know the taste. They already know the comfortability, the lack of comfortability. They probably know every mark and bump that's on that shit. And it's used up. But they can only go... They can only go to weak-minded men and win those niggas over and try to trick them niggas out. And some of them niggas will easily trick trick out and give a bitch money and do all these other things and not even get pussy in the long run. No, the real reason is because I wanted pineapple on my pizza. Wrapping up tonight with the last two episodes of the Terminal List, the new Chris Pratt show on Amazon. This is like it's like a 9.8 out of 10 show. The first episode, I was like, oh, I don't know. It's going to be like a nail biter. Like, I'm not going to be able to sleep. But then it got so freaking good. Like, we both. All right, shut the fuck up. Anyway, we're going to move on uh, to the YouTubes. I hope you can hear the rain. It's very soothing. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> sound that sound hella zesty. That's what the youngins say. That sounds zesty. Hella zesty. Let's check out wheat waffles. Hella zesty. Black pill content creators. We are going to talk about the black pill and the perspective of the black pill individual. 
We have Tinder experience proves how brutal it is for average guys. 13 minutes. Let's turn this down because we know an ad is coming. Yes. This is a disadvantage of going on YouTube. And no, I will not pay for no fucking premium shit. Fuck them. Online dating is like trying to find water in a desert for oh, men no. and supermarket shopping for women. In this video, I'm going to show you the results of a Tinder experiment of an average, maybe even above average guy. And by the end, I'll prove just how bad these apps have gotten and just how much the odds are stacked against you as a man. Any Hold up. All right, let's continue. Anyway, this is our male subject, and here's a few more photos. <laughs> to give a little bit of background, this man is actually an article writer who I've been chatting to on Instagram recently, and he's made a kind allowance for me to use the data he's collected off his own Tinder profile for this video. He describes himself as average looking, maybe even a bit above. I'd largely agree with this and think he falls somewhere around the 6 out of 10 range. I think, honestly, he's just above sub five. And that's his problem. He's above sub five. Now, you, this this other guy can say that he's a six. I think he's just like 5.5, maybe. And it's all like, the, it's the jawline. It's, yeah, it's the jawline. It's sort of like the premature beard. He has to either grow the beard out him shaving it, he looks kind of weird. I don't know, man. To say that he's a 6 out of 10 is him digging a little too high of himself, which I understand, but I'm just saying. He's from Canada, which is where he still lives, and is based in a medium-sized city of 1 million people. He's 22 years old. He ran the experiments for four months, and as shown by the thumbnail, he made over 16,000 swipes. There's two more things that are noteworthy. One, he purchased Tinder Gold, which, for anyone who doesn't know, is the paid version of Tinder that gives certain bonuses and makes your profile shown more in the card stack. And two, he's fairly tall. Six foot three, to be precise. Damn. I found this very noticeable by looking... Okay. I think the six foot three... I'm hoping that this isn't too loud, but fuck it. If it is, I'll just talk a little closer. I think the six foot three thing does put him at six. I think his looks are just above sub five, but the fact that he's six foot three, yeah, that that explains a lot. That makes sense. Looking at how often he towers over people in his pictures, so this factor will likely have influenced his results. Now let's get to the profile itself. He used three pictures on his account. The first, just him with a dog. The second, a holiday picture in front of what I believe to be a frozen waterfall. And lastly, just a basic photo sitting down with a clip. All right, so let me just analyze this and break this down myself. All right, so him with the dog. <coughs> God damn. All right, so him with the dog. That can be broken down in numerous ways of either a woman likes dogs or she doesn't like dogs. She finds the picture cute or she finds the guy trying a little too hard. There's a lot of ways that this can be broken down. The other picture with him in the back of the ice shit, 
or in front of the icicle, whatever shit is, that's cool as shit. To a guy, that's a cool picture. To a woman, who the fuck knows? His best picture is him just sitting down with appears to be at his house. That appears to be his best picture because he has a nice posture. He's sitting with a nice posture. He has a nice little pose, little hand gesture, little Freemason, sort of a, a Illuminati fucking Illuminati Codex Magica type of uh, coded language with his hands. That looks decent enough. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? But I'm saying the dog. The dog, the dog picture, that can kind of be the wild card if you think about it. If you of his face. As for the bio, real basic, the name of his university, which I can't say in the video, his height, of course, because why wouldn't you if you're six foot three? And then just a few hobbies he takes part in, like snowboarding and hiking. Last two things, his age preferences were set from 18 to 25, and his maximal allowable range was set to the max of 100 kilometers. So, without wasting any more time, now let's get to the actual results. Again, over the course of four months, he swiped a grand total of 16,000 times. Of these 16,000, he swiped right or liked a little under 8,000, which means he swiped left or disliked roughly the same amount, giving a like rate of 47.3%. Now, this is my... This is where I interfere, okay? Now, if he considers himself a six, which is just above average, this would actually be bad, but only by, well, actually more than a, close to a thousand actual swipes and likes. So 16,561 or 64. He swiped over 16,000 times and gotten hasn't gotten even 8,000 likes but got close to 9,000 dislikes pretty much half and half now for the nearly 8,000 women he liked here's the kicker just 290 of them matched so the other 7,000 or whatever didn't they are Woo, now that's different <coughs> That's completely different. So now, out of that percentage of of actual likes, which was 7,886, only 290 matched with the individual, which leave 7,596 not matching. It's a major difference. Ever did not think he was good enough, or they simply didn't see him. This is an abysmally low 3.7% match rate. And if we average this figure out over the entire duration of the experiment, we find he's grappling with just 2.5 matches per day. Now on to message conversations. Of the 290 women he matched with, 99 of them had at least one message being sent or received, 87 of which he made the first move while the remaining 12 had the woman opening on him. 
which is actually pretty good given the fact that most women never, ever, ever reach out with the first message on dating apps. By the way, this shows 191 of his matches served absolutely no purpose besides collecting dust as nothing got initiated. Alright. So now... A brief run back, right? Equaling out to, to matches, which is 290 motherfucking matches, that equaled in 99 messages, where he, in fact, leads on, which is 87 messages. And then you would have the 12 messages where she actually led the conversation and initiated the conversation, which actually boiled down to 191 bitches who didn't message or probably didn't message back. However, if I'm honest, I think our subject could have done a little better here. I think if he messaged at least 250 of his 290 matches, he'd still have a pretty large funnel to work with before going into trying to arrange dates. And this still gives a fairly large allowance of 40 for any women he swiped on by mistake or took another look at their photos after matching and found they weren't as attractive compared to his first glance. Anyway, carrying on with his 99 messages. Right off the bat, 31, that's almost a third, either left him on red or never even opened his initial message, leaving just 68 conversations for him to work with. Then of these 68, a further 40 women ghosted him after a short message exchange. Our subject also gave up on 17 conversations himself, which leads him being left with just 11 phone numbers where he can carry on texting over WhatsApp or iMessage. Finally, of these last 11, <laughs> after all of this effort, after four months of painstakingly swiping over 100 times a day, every day, our guy was rewarded with just three dates. So as for the other eight girls, they either gave up on texting, declined his date offer, or simply never turned up. And just to be clear, there is no silver lining to this man's efforts. None of his three dates materialized into anything long term. So besides some dating experiences and a reminder of the futility of online dating as a man, we can safely say that this whole ordeal had bye been bye. a complete waste of time. Bye bye. Online dating in a nutshell. Shout out to Weak Waffles. I had got uh, we waffles mixed up with some fucking dickhead. I forgot his fucking name, man. I think it was one guy. It was one guy who was he was against. He was pretty much against everything, from what I remember, because he was talking about the red pill and how the red pill is kind of pointless. But then he mentioned the black pill being a bunch of like wimps, and then he mentioned like MGTOW being a bunch of cowards. Like it was one of those clout chasing type of dudes forgot his name, but he had the same accent as Wheat Waffles. But me personally, I think a lot of black pill content is is actually very uh, informative in a lot of ways in terms of just understanding what perspective they're actually speaking on behalf of. Where I guess red pill gets mixed in and tied into all this macho um, bravado sort of, you know, egotistical aspect. And I think it's, it, 
in a lot of ways it can be helpful. But if you're not really doing what what these people are claiming that they're doing, then you're just you're you're essentially like them. You'll follow these PUA guys and you'll you'll end up going nowhere and going nowhere fast. You'll go right into the highway of the black belt. But you'll have you'll have not gathered or grasped any real information along the way. So you have to deal with everything like head on. So that's like the black pill aspect where a motherfucker in his, even a motherfucker in his complete sane functioning mind, he's not going to be able to process the fact that everything that he's been told about bitches is a lie. Him going on dating apps. And even if a guy is successful, congratulations. Now you're, you, you are essentially gambling in the sense of hoping a bitch is on board and hoping a bitch is down to smash and hoping a bitch shows something valuable so you can actually be grateful of spending time with, but usually that doesn't work out. So even if you get an opportunity to deal with these women, it all boils down to a waste of time. One more time, the results in short form of his 8,000 likes, just 3.7% matched. Of this 3.7%, he got numbers from again, 3.7%. And of this 3.7%, a little over a quarter led to actual dates for which- All right, so one more time before I go to the story, because I already know I'm a disconnect as I pull out, pause. Um, The results all together, right? The man gets approximately um, 8,000 likes, which breaks down to 3.7%. And that comes from the 290 matches that he received within those likes, breaking down to 3.7%, going into how many phone numbers that he gained, which which was 11. And even with those 11 phone numbers, that got broken down 27% in total of everything going into three dates and I believe he said one month doing this shit that's that is beyond the waste of time you would uh, see guys don't really understand if you haven't been through or if you're not in that type of situation what most average guys have to go through a guy who who may be under six feet and who has that same I guess you know appeal in a sense that this man has or at least the representation of that within the dating market. It's not really explained in a way that in this particular video explains it. I forgot. Um, <clears throat> I got to look that video up. There's a lot of videos, believe it or not, that I don't realize that I bring back that I've already played, but I don't, I don't feel that bad about it. Cause I feel even at the time when I first played the video, I've gotten a better perspective and a better understanding from a video. So sometimes, even if it's only like two to five minutes long, I'll still bring it back. I'll still bring back an older, uh, an older video. But yeah, I'm about to go to the store. I gotta get something. To, I gotta get something to eat for later on. Fuck around and wait till it's too late. It just stopped raining. If you guys prop, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the audio should still be fine, but if not, fuck it. I'm still going to upload this shit anyway. Like, honest, I, cause I don't, I don't really have, I don't have that fucking time 
to really go through this video and see the last minute if everything is fine because I've I've been rained on, snowed in, plenty of vehicles moving, not able to move, plenty of times, right? So this is no biggie. But it, it was definitely raining for like 15 fucking minutes straight, though. I will say that. <clears throat> and these people, these people don't know what the fuck they're doing. These people don't know what the fuck they're doing most of the time. They can't fucking drive. You know what I mean? They can never fucking drive. But anyway. Really, the reality of it is, the harsh reality, or just the reality check in itself is, dating for guys who are just average is a waste of time. Now, the fact that guys who are actually slightly above average are having problems, or are at the very least go through all of the effort of trying to match with a woman, only to really get to a certain point where... Two things happen. All right, they find a bitch that that may want to fuck with them. Then that gets broken down to a percentage because most bitches, you know, like, it's the man store. Like I said before, y'all seen that? If y'all heard the episode, I think I uploaded that one. If I didn't, I'm going to probably upload that shit Monday. But it's the man store. It's nothing different. She always wants something better. She always wants to go to the next level. But I'm about to pause this because we're already at an hour and 30 minutes. So I'll be right back in a little bit. All right. So we bike. I had to go in the store, this grocery store. Luckily, there was nobody in there, which was fucking perfect. Extremely perfect that nobody was really crowding up the joint like that. I just came in to get some junk food, some high snacks, some cookies, some Ben and Jerry's ice cream, you know, some real stoner high shit, just because. And uh, when you're dealing with getting back into the subject, my bad, I just had to do a jump start because, you know, I'm just kind of like recording and pausing as I'm going to the store and back. But with content creators like Wheat Waffles, right, what he represents is, I would say, an even darker, sort of deeper reality, where as a man, if you don't have what it takes, you will not survive. And it's not just, like I said, it's not just the incels, it's not just the TFL guys, it's guys who've been in relationships with women maybe they've been in a lot of LTRs maybe they've been in one LTR that was you know 15 that lasted for 15 20 years what what would you think his reaction would be if that relationship would end he would have to go back into that dating market he wouldn't even know what he's getting back into because he's been in a relationship for 15 years. You see what I'm getting at? He's not going to really adapt. He's going to fall 
he's going to essentially fall apart not too long after getting into the motherfucking uh, dating market. Because a lot of guys are cast aside, man. A lot of guys are singled out. You know, you can you can sit back and really believe that, you know, everything there's 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 a, a special someone for everyone and you can believe that blue pill magic shit. Or you can just understand what things really are. Whether you take it in the perspective of going black pill, that's your prerogative. If you take it on the out, if you take it in the perspective of being more red pill aware, that's cool. But whatever you do, just realize that, you know, this shit is a harsh reality regardless. Bitches, bitches are no more than common burdens to other people, to other men who will try to fuck them even if she doesn't want to fuck these men she will still take the validation and still take the compliment right take all these kind gestures and these kind gestures does nothing for the woman but entertain her Like I said before, these women don't these women don't come and they, they don't appreciate men in that sense of oh, he's kind, he's being nice, cool, I should give him a chance. No. They say he's nice, he's kind, but he's just not that one. And and eventually, if he's if he's sub five, he essentially becomes the creep. He becomes the guy that unless he has money or he's there for a solid reason, no woman is going to really deal with him. And some of those guys know the reality. But you can't just be a guy who's even above average. A lot of guys who are above average, they get a little play, but they really can't flex. It's not really a flex when you look at today's women. It's almost it's 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 nearly a fucking embarrassment at this point. It's nearly a goddamn embarrassment. But see, because so many men pedestalize pussy to begin with, there always will be a special place when these guys go online. Because these dating apps, there's never going to be a high success rate when it comes to these bitches on dating apps. Or not not even bitches, my bad. To these guys on dating apps, there'll never be a change of percentages when it comes to interest from women. You want to know why? The standards are already been put in place. And those standards being high value. Those standards being high standards, but the bitches are essentially low quality women. So they don't really have anything that can really put them in that running spot and put them runner up 
or have them perpetualized as trophy wives and have them perpetual uh, perpetualized as potential uh, mothers of children. See, that's that right there. That's where women fuck up. Well, well, honestly, that's where women continue to fuck up. Because they're not going to really get too many opportunities later on. And the guys that are going to still show interest in her, they'll possibly be the beta male chumps that she ended up ghosting years ago. And either those women will just settle or they don't really want nothing to do with those guys. You feel me? So let's go back to YouTube, actually. I want to go back to that video. Hopefully, I still have it up here. I probably don't. Oh, I do. Finally, a grand total nice. of 0% led to anything long term. Nice. Anyway, that's the experiment. And now for the remainder of the video, I'm going to be analyzing these results and telling you what the key takeaways should be. But before I do that, if you appreciate the time it's taken to prepare this data and explain it in an easily digestible way, then now is a good time to press the like button and leave any thoughts you have in the comments below so far as it helps the YouTube algorithm. Now on to the analysis. First, you've probably heard the term hypergamy being thrown around quite a lot on various channels specializing in dating. Well, let's set a few things straight about our guy used in the experiment. For anyone who doesn't know, hypergamy is the idea that women only want to date up, particularly in terms of looks, height, status, job, status. wealth, lifestyle, status. social... Status. Them niggas say words weird, man. Shout out to Wheat Waffles, though. A lot of good content. Status. Circle and so on. Well, when we take a look at our guy, he literally, literally ticks all the boxes. And I'm not saying any of this to blow smoke so you can leave your Wheat Waffles is a simp comment elsewhere. This is simply making a point. We've established he's average to slightly above average in the face. He's six foot three. He's college educated. He has a reasonable status job of being an article writer. It's clear from his expensive hobbies such as snowboarding and boating he's been raised in a family of the middle wealth bracket at the very least, possibly even upper. These hobbies also tie in with showing he has a good lifestyle. And lastly, it's clear from his Instagram he has a good social circle too. Therefore, in theory, given all these things, it should be that he satisfies the hypergamy of the vast majority of girls out there. As a matter of fact, in the title of this video, I use the words average guy Tinder experiment. However, in reality, this guy is anything but average. He has better than average points in every category. Yet despite this, 96.3% of women out there did not match with this guy. And if I'm honest, I'm not even surprised because I know dating apps have gotten this bad. And this study I found confirms this. Men on average swipe right on roughly half of all profiles they see. Meanwhile women, they're swiping right on only the top 5% of guys they find attractive. So... Harsh realities. 
So now, like you would now, this is why a lot of guys would typically say, because core based interaction is pretty much primarily online now. So, since women are only going for that five percent, you could say eighty twenty breaks down to ninety ten. Because even a guy who's a, who's considered a seven, right? A guy who's a step up, a woman will always think there's somebody better along the way. So this is where the men's store dynamic comes in. Do I have to play it again? I'm going to play it again because I don't give a fuck. I, this should be drilled in your heads, okay? And we're going to go right back to wheat waffles after. This shit should be drilled in your head as a red pill wear individual or even black pill. Because really, it's it's it, it explains women's expectations and how she feels there's always something better for her along the way. Not just better, but better for her. She never keeps in mind that whatever's better out there could possibly not have any interest in her. It's always weird. But anyway, another ad. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do another episode after I uh, get through a couple of videos as well. I'm going to do another episode after. Because that's how I'm doing it, man. We, we just rolling through this motherfucker. We're not playing any games going forward anytime soon, actually. Um, we got a lot of things set up for the week. I'm doing extra episodes just to add up just for the week to come up because after this, uh, I'm, I'm coming, I'm going into work Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Um, I'm going into work Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And then I got off Friday. I mean, we'll always have all Friday on summer, but I have, uh, I took a Thursday off. So I'm going to be putting a lot of time and effort similar to what I'm doing now for that occasion as well. Okay. Major moves with the podcast, by the way. I'm letting people know. Niggas ain't playing around no more. Not that I was playing around to begin with, but this time we're really aiming for the jugular. All right. So let's remind let's remind one another what the husband store slash man store joke is. So people can understand how close to reality that this is either getting or to where we are actually at today. Let's proceed. A store that sells husbands has just opened, where a woman may go to choose a husband from among many men. The store is composed of six floors, and the men increase in positive attributes as the shopper ascends the flights. They're They're all here. Look, look, Cheryl. Shirley, look, Shirley, they're all here. It's the husband store. Or even as a thought or a whore, I can have a good man and much more. This is what bitches say to themselves. Because really, like I said, it's always a characteristic. And it's not my fault. Don't call me toxic. But it's always a characteristic if there's a man whose husband or boyfriend quality, he gets treated the worst. I don't know if people connect the dots or not. But I think women should understand the reason why men don't actually get into relationships with y'all because they probably seen you hook up with a guy for no other reason besides him being attracted. 
uh, being attracted to her or being attractive in general. Now, the only reason she's going to put you in that fucking category and make you the bitch boy is because you show good qualities of a good man. And, and to be honest, she doesn't want to be a thought around you. She'll be a thought and be a fucking whore and, and, and suck semen like a Hoover vacuum cleaner because that's her thrill with those type of guys. With you, you get the casual missionary, conservative missionary. You get cupped over at the end because she's already had her fun. You know, God forbid if you have a way with women and women start approaching you while in a relationship and a woman actually feels the pressure. See, a lot of women can't handle that. Once you reach a certain point to where when you're out with a woman, you got other women checking you out. Those women can't handle that. Because they're so used to dealing with things the opposite way around. See, that's where women can't really compete. On, on a term of looks, that's why they have sort of like a seven to ten year time period when it comes to just solid looks. Where a bitch can be dumb as a bag of rocks, and I'm just being honest. And I'm not saying women as a whole are dumb as a bag of rocks, but a woman can be dumb as a fucking bag of rocks. And a bitch can really expect a man to still be there because a man at that point understands that, well, if she's good looking, she's going to be at least if, if she's reasonable and good looking, at least she's going to be worth having kids with starting a family previously today. It's all a trap. And when guys see guys now have become in a way paranoid when it comes to women, because now the intentions of women are just like a wild card. What's going on now is you're really seeing a division amongst women, which is actually a good thing, something I bring up often, where a lot of these women become red pill aware. And a lot of these guys don't like to use that terminology when it comes to women in general. I, I am not that type of person. I don't give a fuck. If a woman knows what she's talking about, then she knows what she's talking about. But anyway, back to this, back to this story, right? All these bitches, they go into this husband store and all the type of men that they think about, all the men that they dream about, all the men that they touch themselves to are all around them, in front of them. And they have all the selection in the world and their pre-selection. So some of those men who are even out there on display are checking them out. So these men are out here available, ready for purchase in the marketplace and these women are walking around and they're looking at their opportunities right and in their mind they're saying oh that guy's good oh wow that guy looks good but what else is there let's get back to the joke a catch as you open the door to any floor you may choose a man from that floor but if you go up a floor you cannot go back down except to exit the building. So a woman goes to the shopping center to find a husband. On the first floor, the sign on the door reads, Floor 1. These men have jobs. What? The woman reads the sign and says to herself, See, jobs is just, just, what was that? Just over broke. 
just over broke. That is what job is. That's what a job represents. I have a job, so I can completely understand. For example, I'm pretty much fucking broke right now. I just had money not too long ago, but I know that after I buy a pack of cigarettes, I'm going to essentially be broke as shit. I'm not going to have any fucking money. Right? So a, a man with a job is not even like, that's that's like premature for a woman. You know, he's a man supposed a man is supposed to have a job, says the woman. What does woman do for a living? Nothing really. 24 hour a week, part-time retail job. The fee fell and retail. I'm telling you, it goes hand in hand. But yeah, nothing special. Well, that's better than my last boyfriend, but I wonder what's further up. So up she goes. The second floor sign reads, floor two. These men have jobs and love kids. The woman remarks to that right there, for a woman, I'm not saying that these guys are like this, but for a woman, that's that screams beta male provider. So for for a decent amount of women that sort of understand where the dating market is at, they're they're gonna actually they're gonna actually be around and possibly select those men because those men in the long term and in the swing of things, they're actually going to be the ones who are providers. Like I said, they're going to be around. Now, they're not the most desirable guys, but those are the guys that are always dependable. Right. And women depend on these men for stability when they get done riding the cop carousel. Herself. That's great. But I wonder what's further up. See? And up she goes again. Yep. The third floor sign reads, Floor three. These men have jobs, love kids, and are extremely good looking. Now, this would be... (laughs) This would almost be like the woman's representation of the unicorn. Right? It's It's a guy who loves kids, extremely good looking, has a job, but that job can vary as the level goes up. So now let's just say he has an even better job, likes kids, and is extremely good. Not just good-looking, extremely good-looking. This, for a woman, is like a diamond in the rough. But what women don't understand is, even with those men, her opportunity varies. Because a lot of those guys, because they like kids, they're not going to deal with a lot of immature women. They're not going to deal with petty, childish bitches. But once again, you always have simps, but those simps never stand a chance. You see what I mean? So simps are always there to sort of keep the blood, to keep like the, the lifeblood of online dating is purely based on a level of pedestalizing niggas. And... Like and people in men, men in general, but I say niggas universally. But a group of pedestalizing men and niggas in general sit around, validate bad behavior, just to get a piece of ass. This is where we've gotten as men. I think it's too late 
for a lot of these guys to really understand what's going on. I think it's, they're just doomed to essentially fall apart eventually. Because really, for a guy, knowing the information that we just went on, we went over earlier with uh, Wheat Waffles, we see that even a guy who's above average has little to no play and chances with the modern-day female because the modern-day female are always aiming up. They're reaching to the moon and the stars. But these bitches don't have any core morals. They have no core values. They're not raised with any tradition. They're not raised. They're barely cultured. They're barely cultured people. We're ba- These bitches are barely cultured. And a woman will tell you. A woman will have a nerve to fucking tell you everything real that she wants from a man. She wants real love. She wants real happiness. She wants real security. She wants real sex. You know what I mean? She'll put down a man. She doesn't want no one-minute man. She wants this. She wants that, right? And what always bothers me is all these bitches that be talking about what's real and what they want that's real, they all got fake nails, fake hair, fake eyelashes. You know what I'm saying? These bitches are pathetic. Respectfully. They're they're pathetic. Because really, if you think about it, if a guy that, that is that real comes along... She won't know how to fucking behave and handle herself. Bitches have been ratchet their entire existence just on incognito mode. Like, bitches don't even, they don't even realize how out of pocket they can truly get and how out of pocket they truly are. And because so many men will try to pedestalize these bitches and get somewhere in the long run, they figure they just keep their mouth shut and, and, and they'll have a chance. I don't give a fuck about most of these bitches. So me pointing out their fuckery and shenanigans is is truly an honor on my behalf. I don't give a fuck about these bitches because a lot of these bitches are problematic anyway. But in this case, this bitch going into this husband store, it's the husband store. But most women that come, they don't even look for that husband quality. This husband store would exist in a woman's fantasy if it was a if, if it was a store. I'll put it through this way. So I can map this out. If this somehow is a representation of a store. When a woman reaches her 30s, then a woman gets a free pass to essentially be a slut until she reaches her 30s. If that makes sense, because she has a guaranteed option of finding a husband. But in most cases, women don't. But if they stop all the hoeing at, say, 25. Right she'll probably be able to fake the funk and find a guy who's gullible enough or not even gullible, just a guy who's willing to look past the fact that she can possibly be a retired 304 and give a bitch a chance. But the bitch will always take advantage and the bitch will always take the gentleman, the gentleman trait and quality and piss and shit all over it. Um, Dubai Porter Potty style. That's what women essentially do. Anything of kindness and consideration, purely based 
um, purely based on the behalf of a man just showing his care and consideration, a woman will a woman will essentially look at that. She may give you like you know some form of appreciation for it, but deep down inside, she's she's like ugh. Just like these nice guys and shit that do all these things, do any and everything for a woman, she goes back to her girlfriends and she makes fun of them. She goes back to the guys who she's probably fucking and she makes fun of them. Seriously. Guys, see, and, and like our society don't inform guys shit like this because some guys can't handle this information Guy, a lot of guys can't handle this type of information. And I believe, like, even if I were to go on YouTube, I wouldn't be going as hard as I'm going now. Because everybody and everything that goes on on YouTube is based on some form of um, sense of, uh, sensitive and it, like a sensitivity that is unmeasured, meaning you can go on. Like if I decide to go on and talk about race, one person can get offended. And in my fucking page and whatever channel or whatever work that I put in becomes something that's in jeopardy. You know what I mean? And I don't want to be one of those people. They'll put, they'll put 400, 500 videos together on a channel. Somebody gets offended by an old video and get your whole fucking channel shut down over some sensitive-ass normies that don't know what the fuck is going on or niggas that know what the fuck is going on, but they're too they're too much of a bitch and too much of a simp to essentially grasp and understand what is taking place and realize, regardless of you acknowledge it or not, you're still a fucking simp. You can say that you don't believe in simping, but you're a fucking simp, so of course you don't believe in simping. That's like... That's like telling an atheist he's a sinner. He doesn't believe in God. So what the fuck is your point of calling him a sinner for? You see what I'm saying? Like that's that's like the same fucking analogy. Because if somebody's doing wrong and they don't believe in right, then what can you really tell them? You see what I'm saying? Like, and I've and I've and I've learned this growing up that there's some people who get all of the opportunity and they don't even take advantage of it. They don't even realize the opportunities that they've had. And all of those opportunities that these people have gotten, they have, they have completely threw it away, fucked it up, redeemed nothing, learned nothing and continue to make mistakes. And it's really, it's really sad it's not even funny. It really becomes sad because you'll see those same people in most cases making zero progress, doing nothing productive and having a chip on their shoulder and expecting something from everyone. Incredible, man. But look, let's get back into this. We're going to finish the rest of this video off because we're almost two hours in. So we'll go a little bit over two hours and then we'll wrap this episode up. Hmm, better, she says. But I wonder what's upstairs. <laughs> the fourth floor sign reads, Sot. Floor four. 
These men have jobs, love kids, are extremely good looking, and help with the housework. Wow, exclaims the woman. Very tempting. But there must be more further up. Smut. And again she heads up another flight. The fifth floor sign reads, Floor 5. These men have jobs, love kids, are extremely good looking, help with the housework, and have a strong romantic streak. Oh, mercy me! But just think... What must be waiting me further on? So up to the sixth floor she goes. The sixth floor sign reads, Floor six, you are visitor 6,875,953,012 to this floor. There are no men on this floor. The floor exists solely as proof that women are impossible to please. Y'all don't understand the reality of that joke. See, the thing about comedy and the thing about humor is if it's executed, if, it, if it's executed properly, you can incorporate real life situations that should be fucked up and not spoken on. But the delivery and how you get that point or get that get those words and articulate the words, you'll get a core response from people, right? Some things are so real that you have to laugh at it to almost forget how real it is. The husband's store is just an example of modern women in a nutshell. They want top, they want high value to top men with absolutely low value as women, high expectations, low worth as women. Um too many bodies to speak on to a point where women will completely not talk to a guy if he talks about body count. Well, thanks for telling on yourself. It's like, what better way you can tell a guy you have a high body count without telling him you have a high body count by just your reaction to the question. This is the same type of exercise that I mentioned. When it comes to getting to know a woman, and she just so happens to be a bitch, you thought she was a woman. You really did. You really put thought and consideration into talking and getting to know this woman. But then you begin to understand that she is, in fact, a bitch. And as a bitch... Anything that you had in mind when it came to anything besides getting the buns and clapping cheeks, take that shit and and throw it away. The reason I say this is the patterns of modern women go as following. Sometimes high school, post-high school, college, cock carousel years. If a woman is decent looking, and is presentable, she's almost picked over the women who are funky ass hoes who happen to be eights and nines. Now, the reason I say this is men by nature are essentially monogamous. Now, you have a lot of the PUAs and you have a lot of these other guys who are no different than prosperity pimps that will tell you otherwise. Fuck them niggas. They're just trying to take your money. I'm just giving you information. Okay. 
Now, dudes, if there was ever such thing as a wife store, you know how easy, like, let's just say if there was a wife store, real quick before I end this episode, let's say there's a fucking wife store, right? And in this wife store, you have three floors, right? The first floor is a woman who's willing, a, a woman, a woman, an attractive woman willing to settle down and have a relationship. Most guys will just stop on that floor alone. From all of the destructive and problematic bitches out there, most guys will just tap out on the first floor. Now, let's say on the second floor, they're everything that's on the first floor, plus low body count and willing to start a family. Guys would, without a doubt, settle to that. Guys wouldn't even get to the third floor. Because the bar for women are so low. Think about this. The bar for women are so low that overweight women can go on the internet, twerk, shake their ass, and get compliments not only by other women encouraging them to do it, but low-minded, low-tier simps, basement-dwelling pieces of garbage that just sit around and just pedestalize anything because it's there anyway. Now, the bar is so low that those women get can actually get more compliments from men than an average man, uh, average man can get compliments from any woman. Put those things into perspective and you'll understand why, you know, the dating market and anything that involves relationship to a man doesn't exist because either he has no access to it or he simply ran out of the time and consideration to put effort into it. And, you know, he goes his own way. He betters himself. Some guys do decide to go black pill, but at the very least, they still have the red pill awareness. It's just they didn't use it to better themselves at the end of the day. That's, In my opinion, that's the only difference. And that's only, I would say that's a core percentage of black pillars, though. But it's about that time I wrap things up, at least for now. I think I'm going to do something later on, for sure. I'm going to do something in about, like, two hours. I may do a late-night episode. The late-night episode may get shared Monday. And then I'll have go. I'll I'll do only two episodes tomorrow. I think I mentioned that earlier. But anyway, before I repeat myself, in the meantime and in between time and until next time, which will be in an hour, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast. This is the Chapel of the Crimson Capsule. Signing out. Peace.